smartcast you're listening to a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast this is part 2 of my conversation with vasanti the author of rajnikanth a life so i found this very interesting you know the like while i was reading it also i found you know this difference between like you mention very clearly that uh, uh, mgr uh mgr's fan clubs were political and you know they were also political and and they were it was very carefully uh it was a very carefully grown sort of yes. thing whereas yeah. this man's fan clubs are just are not like that not political at all yes. yeah that, that bit was re- really interesting and they i found grew on their own fan clubs uh, rajinikanth's fan clubs he was not behind them at all mm. they just um, came up Hmm. like mushrooms after a rainfall okay out of love hmm. the the kind of craze they had for the star is something unbelievable hmm. it is still very puzzling hmm. how he could become such an icon yeah all these like right in the beginning you say about how those giant cutouts and uh, everything i thought yes. you know these cutouts were there for ev- or everybody in all throughout even before but you you there's one bit where you say that one particular direct it was one particular director's idea and then it took yes. off yeah let put it down yes he uh, put up the posters hmm. for uh, rajnikanth and then the all these uh, fans you know i told you they were all most of them were school dropouts hmm. and this is the only way of uh, showing their uh, love and affection for their god hmm. they would uh, bathe them with milk bathe the posters with milk and they start show all the i mean perform all the rituals that one does before a deity <laughs> and so that thing uh, it became a kind of cult hmm. in tamil nadu hmm. and it has been followed for other stars as well for vijay and ajit yes. and all that hmm but uh, uh you know lately i mean like you like you've mentioned his films haven't been doing that well but his his fans continue to be as crazy what is that yeah that is the magic of rajnikanth you can say that <laughs> <laughs> you just they you just can't explain it hmm. rajnikanth just happened that's all <laughs> yeah yeah it is just you just can't explain why he is so popular because the uh, north indian actors and all they had looks and uh, rajnikanth was not even a, a handsome by the normal standard mm. uh, for an actor i mean mm. uh, but still people loved him and they still love him mm. and uh, it is this that uh, carries him on and so he feels indebted to them you know he is overwhelmed by the affection that the people show for him they don't uh, mind him being a kannadiga an outsider mm. they see no um, boundary i mean they, they there are no boundaries mm. for all this mm. they just love him even the fact that like you mentioned earlier on that he didn't speak tamil with a proper accent but still he yes. was forgiven for that yeah 
Mm. And yeah, even the Kannada accent, I mean, even that became charming, you know, <laughs> because it kind of uh, uh, representing the subaltern. Mm. So he becomes the hero of the subaltern. Hmm. Because uh, I mean, those people uh, who are I mean, who were these ordinary people, hmm. their uh, diction is not very chaste either. They don't speak like a like educated people. Hmm. They speak. They, they have their own slangs. They have their own way of expressing this Madras slang and all that. Hmm. So this is another kind of a. Uh, way of talking, okay. and so they like it. Hmm. He no, still I... has the Canada accent. He still has it. Yes, he still has it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now this paragraph is also very interesting. Though Rajnikanth yeah. is not identified with a particular caste, his fan mm. clubs are built along caste lines. Is that so? Yes. Yeah. That is so. I mean, caste is there in Tamil Nadu, but then they have their own um, groups among the, the among the fan clubs. Also, they there are they have their own groups, the the caste groups and all. But then they they don't quarrel with each other. As I told you, the bonding thing is their love for Rajinikanth. Hmm. So, you, so you mean to say that uh, like fans of one caste will cluster in one fan club, and other caste will cluster. Yeah, that is what uh, um, somebody found out about that. Somebody oh. has written about. It. Oh, okay. That's really interesting. Hmm. Hmm. And this bit, Rajni's appeal cuts across all sections of the society. The clubs tend to veer around their own peer group. Groups, yeah. castes, and neighborhood. The fans are investing yeah. something of their expectations in the star, especially in a star like Rajnikanth. It is possible that the fans are bringing something to the star like they did to MGR. So, what wh what do you mean by that? You know, something to the star like they did. No, the thing is, you know, the fans also expect something. When if he, if he came to power, he came. If he became the chief minister. Hmm. Uh, the fan clubs, the the members of the fan clubs felt uh, felt that they would also be empowered. Oh. You know that is how it is, isn't it? Uh, you hmm. know the political parties. Yes. Those who are working for the party uh, work with greater enthusiasm, thinking that they might get some post. Yes. Uh, at the end of it all, hmm. and so this is what uh, basically these fans also were thinking of. You know, because they were spending their own money for all these kinds of uh, bathing the posters and uh, doing all those rituals and all that. They were spending their own money. Mm. And uh, so I suppose it is very natural for them to think that if he came to power, if he became the chief minister, <laughs> they would also be empowered and get some post or the other. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Now going to his like, uh, you know, you've touched on his marriage and, uh, you know, I mean, I always wondered, you know, um, and you've, you've maybe people in Tamil Nadu know about it, about the love story and all that. 
but i didn't know it, that they had to wait and that it was that they were from, from such diverse backgrounds the yeah rajnikant and his wife for somebody who's not uh, you know from tamil nadu you know you mm. don't know about the, the fact that uh, it was difficult and that the chief minister called up uh, her parents and that's how the marriage uh, was um, okayed you know that uh, but this must be common knowledge in tamil nadu i suppose everybody must be knowing it there no no uh, no actually rajnikanth said that you know that um, mgr intervened but okay. actually it was not known you know oh. it was generally thought that uh, mgr and uh, rajnikanth didn't get along well that was the story or that was a rumor that went around oh. but then during one of the events he said that uh, the girls party his wife's parents were hesitating mm. to accept the marriage i mm. mean uh, and uh, then uh, ngr asked him what happened to his marriage and then he said that the parents were hesitating and then ngr intervened he said but that is not the story that uh, went round at that time i mean mm. before that when he was married Hmm. But anyway, because it it came from him, hmm. so that must be true. Yes. Hmm. Uh, people in power seem to always be considering him a threat. It happened with Jayalalita as well. Maybe it didn't happen with MGR since he corrected that. Uh, yeah, because he, because of his immense popularity, and also you know the fans also have this tendency of kind of. um yeah, chanting encomiums and then calling him the uh, future chief minister and all that it will be a direct threat to the person who is in the seat isn't it mm. so she because his uh, fan clubs became humongous you know about more than 50000 fan clubs uh, mm. to begin with even Mm. and uh, so she was somebody intelligent they say that she got some intelligent report that rajnikanth was planning to uh, enter politics and was going to contest and all that so she got you know, felt uh, threatened mm. so even now uh, when he said that he was going to contest the elections there was a tremor in the you know the the, the dravidian parties that are considered to be two giants and they stay hmm yeah, yeah. so they uh, if he had really entered uh, the elections hmm he, he would have definitely dented a large uh, section of the road share he may not have come to power it would be laughable to think that he he could uh, become the chief minister with the very first attempt Hmm. though his fans and then his um, supporters right said kept saying that he would sweep the polls hmm. it wouldn't have been possible but he, he would have certainly dented the vote share large section of uh, the um, votes of um, both the dmk and the admk maybe it would have entered in a hung assembly too Hmm. but then finally he said no hmm. and it was very commendable on his part hmm. to have shown some courage in the end in spite of all the pressure to say no to them 
Mm. And then um, stick to his gun, and then and of course his health was bad. Health was poor, mm. and so it was wise of him to have decided not to go stand for elections. Okay. But then um, I have always felt, you know, though he showed that he was closer to the BJP, he was a great admirer of. Uh, he is a great admirer of Modi, Amit Shah, and all that. Mm. But still, I think he was a little disturbed by the the reports that came of this uh, lynching and then all so many other things, you know, that he mm. had not understood before. Mm. And I think it disturbed him, and he was also aware that BJP had no takers at all in Tamil Nadu. Mm. Tamil Nadu was totally anti-BJP. Yes. And uh, if he had um, spoken for the BJP or aligned with the BJP or supported the BJP, he didn't stand a chance to win. He knew that. And then also it would hurt the minorities hmm. the, who were his fans. And the minorities who, among his fans hmm. would have been hurt by his uh, favoring the BJP. That's and he was... I, tr- I believed he was truly secular. Mm. He comes from Karnataka mm. which is a co- and Bangalore, which is a cosmopolitan city. Mm. And uh, he has many uh, Muslim friends, close friends. Mm. And I believe that he is truly secular. Mm. Yeah. It would have been, uh, I mean, uh, it wouldn't have been a move that would have been appreciated, I'm sure, in Tamil Nadu at least, because BJP is not, I mean, is viewed as a northern uh, Brahminical party, which is like very opposed to politics of Tamil Nadu, right? So That is right. It is a North Indian party. BJP is a North Indian party. All Hindi-speaking leaders and... um, uh, and also Tamil Nadu has got this uh, unique uh, stream of uh, Tamil pride and, uh, um, and nationalism, Tamil nationalism, feelings and all that. Yes. And so they would never kind of accept the BJP. Or they, that is the reason why none of the uh, national parties, neither the Congress nor the BJP, Mm. will be able to kind of, at least for now, mm. take in the reins of Tamil Nadu. Mm. Mm. Now, you know, once he's made it clear that he's stepping in, that he's not getting into politics, uh, you've mentioned mm. that uh, fans were upset. He has betrayed yes. fans, exclaimed senior journalist Kola Kala. Kola Kala Kola Kala, okay who had free, fervently supported Rajnikanth's entry into politics. So this is no, like... That, that is not fair, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he must... He would surely feel sorry for having let the fans down because he had always given them hope mm-hmm. that he would uh, contest the elections and, uh, and uh, they would have surely helped him to a large extent, even if he didn't come to power. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I think uh, the the pressure was too much on him and he was rather kind of, uh, you know, probably he was um, rattled or he just wanted to get out of it. 
Hmm. And then it was kind of a divine, divine intervention. This, uh, <laughs> corona and then also his, and also his health. Hmm. He has had health problems. Okay. So people keep saying he, he, he had health problems before and so what is new. Hmm. But then because of the pandemic uh, scare, hmm. it has become more serious, isn't it? Hmm. He couldn't take risks. After having this, uh, he had he has had a liver transplant and a kidney transplant and all. Mm. So it is. I mean, it is a wise decision that he has stepped out of it. Yeah, but also it seems like he really didn't want to do it himself. That right? he was being pushed by these fans, maybe their expectations and his own. Yeah, at, at some point of time, he, I think he did uh, believe that. <laughs> in his invincibility because when people keep uh, uh, telling you that you are a winner you can surely do uh, nobody is as popular as you are the system is corrupt here people are fed up with the dravidian rule and dravidian ideology is a myth and so all these kind of things uh, they, he hears every day hmm. and so he, at some point, he must have been swayed and start thinking, started thinking that he may, after all, win and come to power and do something good for the people. Mm. I don't think he was power-hungry in a sense, but mm. then he somehow believed that he could do some good for the people if he became the chief minister. Okay. Okay, so I think, uh, you know, I think this is a fascinating book, not just because of the picture of uh, Rajni Khan, but also because you have like situated him in the politics of Tamil Nadu and, uh, and all the other, you know, his early life and how he became yeah. famous, as well as the society that made him famous, right? Yeah. Hmm. Mm. But yeah, it is important because as an, you know, the evolution of the star. Uh, that um, started turning into a political figure. Mm. And uh, what is most fascinating is a man who came with nothing at all from a different state, with mm. no knowledge of the language spoken here, mm. and no kind of um, um, high dreams except to get two square meals a day, to get a job and just two square meals a day. Mm. That is what he wanted. Mm. Finally, you know, he has he reached such a uh, height mm. that he became a, a, a power to reckon with in mm. political in political arena, mm. which had seen the Dravidian movement, mm. you know, of self-respect and uh, with uh, such language pride and uh, you know this uh, culture pride and all that. Mm. He became a power to reckon with. Mm. That is the amazing story. Yeah, it's truly an amazing story. And, you know, uh, it's it's a very interesting book. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of people, uh, uh, a lot of people will enjoy it. And I mean, I really enjoyed the insights that you, uh, you gave through the book into the man and into the, into the state as well. You know, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so thank I think. You. I think on that note, we'll end. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank yes. you so much. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.
when did Chennai win its first cup? In 2010. Who won the orange cap last year? KL Rahul with 670 runs. If you too are a cricket know it all, then play the Crick Bazi contest. Watch Crick Bazi on HD Smartcast YouTube channel and win exciting gifts on the daily Crick Bazi ka Bazigur contest. Crick Bazi on HD Smartcast YouTube channel. Click on the bell icon to never miss a chance to win. Subscribe to HD Smartcast for more podcasts. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.